Did you ask my permission to hit record? Skype says that you have to ask my permission. Um, I'm recording. I let everybody know that uh, they're being recorded. Did you? I didn't hear you say that. Like, there is nothing I, about I, this where you said. I I just told you you're being recorded. I'm saying I'm hitting a record button. Well, we're we're gonna try this on Skype today because of of situations for this podcast. But uh, we'll see how Skype does. But Greg doesn't follow the own Skype rules. I read the Skype, you know, I read the Skype end user agreement, like all twenty seven hundred pages of it, to make sure we were okay. Okay, good. <laughs> and I, you didn't follow like rule I, number three. I, I told you I was recording. That's the important part. You're being recorded. Yeah. Did you know that all 2,700 pages of the Skype user guide and user license is more interesting than Captain America number 374? What are you talking about? Suits of Poison is amazing. It is the this is the pinnacle, the peak Captain America story. You get it all. Yeah. Um. All the yeah. Characters. I read. I read to the end. By the way. Yeah. Yeah. We're just gonna set that right there because I, um, I don't. You know, I don't want to ruin it for the listeners, right? The, the no. ending of, of Streets of Poison is so amazing that, uh, like, I'm going to I'm going to end up accidentally giving it away at some point. You know, spoiling oh, comic books from 1990 is, is a big deal. Uh, don't spoil it. I haven't read that far. I thought you read to the end. No, no, no. I'm bragging get... about it on the last podcast. I, I... <laughs> <you> read <laughs> I was just trying to get you to read more. Oh, I see. Uh huh. You were like yeah, bragging massively. You're I, like, ah, I've read all of these things. I've read, I read like you know six issues, almost all of it. Well, we've got a bullseye cover. Hey, I'm on video today for yeah. temporarily. Not that we're doing anything with this video, but it's like, hey, look at that. I, I show the cover. Yeah, you show the cover to me, which exactly. I'm looking at a cover on my other screen. You're in a cover within a cover within a cover. Yes, we have multiple covers here. It could be, well, there was my beautiful Samsung tablet, and we're ready to go on Streets of Poison. Captain America, number 374. We've got Captain America and another Ron Lim cover. Yeah. With Now, I asked the question last time, like, why is it a good idea to wear a bullseye on your head? So people know who you are without having to say your name. Second question, how big is bullseye's head? Like when he doesn't have his <laughs> mask on, he's like uh, he's he's not like he's not like me. Like I have kind of a big head, but he does. I actually don't. I have a tiny head, but like he's got I don't know. He had like a flat top. This does not look like a flat top to me. This looks like the some, biggest cranium ever. He put some socks in it to make it look bigger. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to make stuffing. that bullseye. Oh, you know, then if somebody shoots him, they shoot socks instead of his head. Yeah, see? That's, that's kind of a good idea. I think it would be more lumpy if he did that, than, though. It, it'd be... He layers them. They're smooth. That's... Well... That's, <laughs> I don't know. We've got... It looks like... Does he just... Did he take one of Electra's size and just carry it around? Like, is that it's is that how this happened? He's a trophy. He's a... Is it? Okay. I mean, I really I don't, don't know. I, I think so. I think so. Uh, that's my lack of Marvel readingness, right? Yeah. Eventually, you'll get me to go back and read that story. I mean, again, I was joking about the Frank Miller darkness, but I probably should go back and read that story. I'm sort of a sucker for stories with all the like religious and Catholic iconography in them, too. And I know that was a big 
part of that story. But why do I keep talking about the story that is not the one that we're supposed to talk about? It's 25 minutes. Well, not 25 minutes in. It's a few minutes in. It better not be 25 minutes into the recording. Because you talked for 25 minutes before we hit record. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> I was scared. But yeah, well, we left the listeners out. Trust, you missed out on some gold before we started. I know. But we're on now. And we've got Steve Rogers, born in the USA. Raised to cherish the ideals of democracy, endowed with the superhuman physique, and driven to be the most capable combatant in the world, now as both lone crusader and leader of the renowned Avengers, he fights an ongoing battle for liberty, justice, and the American dream. Stanley presents Captain America Falling Out. Oh, now, what was the last issue called again? I can't remember. Balls out. Balls out. <laughs> balls out. Falling out. His balls are falling out. <laughs> it was something obscene. Well, anyway, uh, he's got he's a flashlight and a, by the light. He's got a flashlight and a shovel coming at him. And uh, I'm imagining this is a ploy. Oh, yeah. I, quite frankly, impressed by Bullseye of throwing both of these things with like each arm at the same time. I mean, that takes some real stamina. Like you have to like, I'm not sure I could do that. Like you just. Ouch. How, how you just <laughs> microphone. <laughs> Greg has no coordination when it comes to throwing. No, I don't. Or, or yeah, we're catching anything as we as we learned with the mini football in Omaha. Well, you know, Captain America also has no skills either because he throws up his shield at the flashlight. Uh, that mm. must be. So what were those flashlights we had growing up that everybody, all the cool kids and scouts had? I didn't have one. The mag, the, the big mag lights. Oh, the big yeah. mag lights. Yeah, That's yeah. That's what this is, right? This is yeah, one of those big mag lights. Yeah, it's a it's a cop light. <laughs> I had I had like the Rayovac plastic one you get from like the fifty cent store. Yeah, yeah. I, I think my dad my dad gave me one that was uh, from his Boeing like go bag. <laughs> it was like bright orange with a uh, bright orange plastic, so you can't lose it stamped with a you know boeing do not remove on it <laughs> so everybody else all the cool kids had those big <laughs> aluminum like mag flashlights that were super bright much brighter than the ones did yours have just a little bulb in it mine did oh, like yeah yeah, yeah. yeah it did like you, you try to use it outside to and you can't you can see like zero feet in front of you like yeah. 0.5 feet it's it fantastic get to the get to the tree to go to the bathroom and back but outside of that no that's nah. about it and most that's of that was just making sure you didn't trip over something yourself like you're looking down yeah. well anyway captain america is uh he blocks the flashlight but gets hit by the shovel. the shovel oh man that would hurt but he manages to tuck and roll well bullseye manages to tuck and roll yeah so he can't be seen. Sorry, I'm messing up the whole sequence here. Bullseye. Bullseye's quick. He's fast. He's agile. Is he? I mean, look at him go. Now, Bullseye is made of antibantium. Is that? No, <laughs> he's just he's just fast and agile. Are you sure about that? I think we're going to find that out later. OK, well, anyway, Bullseye tries to throw like everything at him. Yeah, he's at Captain America and Captain America just holds up his shield. So since. Like, there's no C4 in any of these things or anything like that. And I'm not sure that would do anything to the shield anyway. No. So we've got a, a classic, like, standoff and nothing's happening. So we turn the page and Diamondback's in the water after. So if you remember last issue, we left oh, yeah. with Captain America. 
fighting Bullseye. I didn't set up the issue very well. And not knowing, they didn't know who each other was. Like, right, Bullseye ambushed him. Yeah. And then, but inadvertently, right, they're just looking through rubble together, right? Mm -hmm. They weren't trying to fight each other. No, they're just looking for different things. And we get Black Widow ambushed Diamondback on the Sky Cycle. Yes. See, I got it right. Got it right. And they fall in the water. And we get an entire page of dialogue about how terrible it was to fly, fall in the water and some oh, exposition no. yes. from Diamondback. And Black Widow surfaces and is like, we'll meet again, Diamondback. Ha ha ha. Uh. Do you like do you think that Mark Grunwald read a lot of pro wrestling, watched a lot of pro wrestling? Perhaps. Perhaps. By the way, it's Mark Grunwald wrote this. Ron Lim penciled it. Danny Boladani. Bolent. Bolinati. Bolent. Bolin Natty, Bolin Natty, Bolin Natty. Bolin I got it. <laughs> no. Steve Bocatello, <laughs> I know how to say that one, colored it. Ralph Macchio is the editor. Joe Rosen's the letterer. And Tom DeFalco, thank you for bringing us the Spider Clone Saga, was the editor in chief. Yes. Yeah, I'll never let it die. Like, it's just. You have to read it sometime. Well, like, you know, Death of Superman wasn't bad enough, so let's make clones of Spider Man, right? Yeah. Like, Seems like a good idea. Seems like a great idea. And then we can't really make fun. See, I can only make fun of DeFalco because we don't know him. Like, if I make <laughs> fun of Louise Simonson, there could be blowback on you. <laughs> I mean, potentially. I don't know. I'm sure Tom could Tom DeFalco block a project of yours. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Also, just Louise Simonson did other cool things. So did Tom DeFalco, admittedly. I really need to quit harping on this. But... I mean, he's 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 no gym shooter, right? <laughs> so that string of editors at Marvel Comics, uh, much maligned. Yeah, they they, they do their thing. <laughs> well, anyway, um, Bullseye keeps throwing junk at him and now he's throwing uh, darts. Yeah. I don't nails, know. nails. Everything like, just keeps hitting the shield. This isn't ha- working. Nothing is getting through that shield. Yeah. And so anyway, we get a giant fight scene and they aren't really talking to each other for the most part. There's just a lot of thinking happening. Lots of thinking, lots of thought. between the And two. then Captain America finally says, all right, Bullseye, hold it right there. I've had about enough of you. Um, <sighs> he need to say that out loud. Uh, maybe. So Bullseye knows, you know, you know speaking of Superman, of Marvel fans always insult Superman by calling him the big blue Boy Scout. Mm-hmm. Captain mm-hmm. America's dialogue is way worse than Superman's. And he's a big blue Boy Scout. Yeah. I mean, it's just because, <laughs> like, they're, they hate DC so much, they're blind to their own, like, faults here. Yeah. That's why you just like all comics, because then you don't have to worry about, like, liking one co- company over another one, right? Exactly. I don't have to take sides. Exactly. But it's, well, anyway, I was right, by the way, there are no page numbers. <laughs> there are none. Which annoys the piss out of me. It's just like Starlight. It is. It, this book is not <laughs> just like Starlight, number one. Do not insult your own writing um, okay, by you. putting it on par with this one. <laughs> and second, right here, Bullseye dives out of a building and says, fun's fun, but I don't like the odds of two against one. Did that, <laughs> he thinks in rhyme? That's yeah. amazing. I wish I thought in rhyme. Like I think in rhyme all the time. Sometimes. <laughs> I do it when I pick up a dime. Have you, you ever said wondered? Drop the dime. 
that would have been way better. But you already failed at your own poem. Well, I would have a dime. I said drop the dime. I'm like the lamest. Okay, I've got Captain America dialogue problems. You do. I would do it. But right now I'm trying to mime. Well, is that a crime? We're never getting through this book. Do you want to mostly because it's so well, it's just so terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So he does. I, I just wanted to point out I was right. They're no good for getting through airport security, but adamantium-laced bones have a few advantages. Ah, uh, yes. Yes, Do you, yes. How did how did Bullseye get adamantium-laced bones? Is I don't know. Same as Wolverine? Maybe. I, I've got to know. Like, this is this is something, you know what, my crack research I did before the podcast. Uh, yeah. We're going to find out about Bullseye's adamantium bones live. But hold up. We got to get back into the story here. So we've okay. got... What do we got going on? We've got the Sky Cycle Sky cycle. appears and we get the recap of Black Widow jumping on board the Sky Cycle. Yeah. Oh, man, it's terrible. And Bullseye's more important. He's the first priority. Yeah. Well, admittedly, I think taking Bullseye out is probably a bigger priority than yeah, you sure. know, uh, 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 whatever Black Widow does. But then Bullseye says the same exact thing Bull- Black Widow says in his panel. So the I just have a... Captain I have a... <laughs> I have a stupid question about yeah. about this prioritization, though, Okay. or this fight. Right. Like, why didn't like when Black Widow and Diamondback has no powers that we've noticed yet? Right. That we've noticed. Yes. Right. I mean, she may well have powers. Right. Mm-hmm. Did you know that Bullseye tried to be a major league baseball player? Really? Yeah. But according to his biography on Marvel dot com, uh-huh. he was too selfish and sadistic for that according Mm. to bullseye himself he grew bored and annoyed pitching a no hitter so for the last pitch of the game he threw the ball at the batter killing him oh like this guy seems like the lamest like how did bullseye get promoted to be so awesome like i don't know it sounds like a wrestler's arc it sounds like (laughs) that's worse than a wrestler's arc it sounds like roller games (laughs) oh that's such a good movie are you talking about with uh um (laughs) The, no, the, I was I was actually talking about the actually actual roller skating, you know, roller derby promotion. But oh, oh, go, we can go with the movie. That's fine. Because like, I mean, the like, which movie are you talking about? Are you talking about like the 70s one or the 90s one? Oh, well, I mean, the 90s one. Rollerball. Roller. Well, that's roller, a rollerball. Roller yeah. Ball. No, I was talking about roller games like roller they're games different. Stuff. OK. Yeah, I mean, roller bar is really the only one we're familiar with, though, right? Uh, like, I mean, there's there's the '90s one, which is like awesome, like looking looks awesome, not very okay. good, looks really, really awesome. <laughs> well, I, ha- I have an update. Later, yeah. when following an assignment to kill Kingpin, okay, Bullseye simply received a better offer from Kingpin and agreed to work with him. Instead, however, after returning from yet another imprisonment by Daredevil, Bullseye was furious. The kingpin had chosen Electra as his assassin in the meantime. Bullseye killed her with nothing more than a playing card and her own psi weapon. Okay, I need this. Okay. Earning the enmity of Daredevil, Electra's lover, Bullseye fought the enraged hero over the tops of New York City, and Bullseye was allowed to fall to his death by Daredevil. He did not die, however. Oh, okay. He did not die, however. His spine shattered, paralyzing him with the help of a Japanese crime lord, Dark Wind. Bullseye's bones were laced with adamantium in hopes that Bullseye would freely serve Lord Darkwind as his head assassin. Mm -hmm. 
Ah, but instead he returned to New York. Okay, so he got his. So it was just a way to bring back a popular character. It gave him adamantium bones. Yeah. Did adamantium is like super popular, man. And again, I haven't read the 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 story. I mean, obviously, I know what happens, right? Because I feel like everybody. Sorry if I spoiled the Electra Daredevil storyline from the early 1980s for you. Uh, but we, I think it's pretty famous. Everybody knows what happens there. Um, based off what we're reading so far, like, is Bullseye a character that needed to come back? Yeah. Obviously, for this, yes. Well, <laughs> I mean, no, I'm, I'm asking you a serious question. I know you're kidding. Like, I mean, it seems like Bullseye is the right character for the story at the time, right? Like, you have sort of a battle of assassins, and then... Mm-hmm. Both of them go down because they're assassins, right? Yeah, I think I think because he his unique skill set. I say unique. Um, his skill set. He throws shit at people. He throws shit at people. He 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 always hits his mark. Um, he you know he's he's interesting and people like him. I mean, he probably had popularity, popular following and stuff like that. I mean he's he's been popular. He gets popular again every ten years. It just seems like one of the such the early 90s books to just bring back a character that was popular in the mid 80s and then mm-hmm. run with it. Yeah. And and see what happens. But it's just not it's not great storytelling. I mean, they made a movie about him. Oh, God. Yeah, they did. I mean, <laughs> so. <laughs> and somebody watched those movies and like, man, Ben Affleck would be an amazing Batman. Yeah. Batfleck. And he was. No, it's fucking <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I just got done watching the Flash movie. And by the way, I have seen I have seen something in the world worse than these comic books. <laughs> <laughs> but the one thing the Flash movie illustrated was just like how much better Michael Keaton is than all the other Batman. Mm-hmm. Like no offense to Christian Bale, but he just is. He just is. Yeah, it's just it's not even close. Uh, I, I take those Dark Knight stories, uh, th- those movies in there. It's it's a time capsule. It's its own thing. I just don't. I, it's its own thing. I mean, he's really good. But, uh, you know, everybody after Michael Keaton has to go. I'm Batman. You know, and, even, even better than than Twilight Batman. Oh, God, don't even. I, yes. I like the movie. That movie was terrible. I found it enjoyable. Well, you did. I got really high and like got mad for two straight hours while Paul made fun of me. Uh, I, I saw the videos. They're hilarious. How do you where does it, where do these videos release? I never actually see them. Oh, he posted on TikTok. Do you not tell you he's recording? No, you know, he tells me he's recording me. I just don't know where I don't oh have TikTok. Oh my god! Uh, you're 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 progressive. Like I don't think there's audio, but you're progressively getting madder and madder at the TV. And I know what you guys are watching, and it's so funny because it's like it is. It's it's oh, it's so good. And I love I it when he's just he kidding. Videos. Oh, I love it when he gets videos of you watching something that just makes you angry because you could see that your your anger isn't just in your face; it's in your whole body. <laughs> <laughs> so I could be famous on TikTok and I don't even know. Here, here, you're angry, Dan. Yeah, everybody. Wow. He's got a whole entire song that he did about you and everything. That would be it's well, a, as long as I get half the money. Like, there's no money. 
There's no money. There's no sponsorships. I mean, although he did get like a Powerade thing. I'm just joking. I'm just wow. joking. Well, good for Paul. Well, anyway, uh, <laughs> I would say I'm less angry about this comic book, I guess, for now. But we go back to the generic hoodlums. Generic hoodlums. I mean, that's what they are. Like, oh, yeah, it's just yeah. at this point, the they all have stupid fucking names um, because literally like we get a page. OK, let's go through this. Are you ready? Yo, Hotwire, you done yet? And he's hot wiring a car. Oh, that's good. That's good. That that makes sense. And then I guess these aren't the name of people, but they say, let's find some Cracker Jacks to hoist. Is that like another gang or do they are they just hungry? I think I think that's. The, and it's Cracker Jack, not yeah, Cracker Jacks. I think it's. Cracker I, I, Jack is plural. Yeah, I think they're they're the they're the other gang. And hoisting is their their uh, their term for uh, offing people. Oh, Okay. Well, then we get, hey, pot shot, rub out, how about them? What? Like, nobody calls people names like this. I mean, Soda Pop and and Pony Boy. What would our our Mark Grunwald Captain America comic book names be? Um, It it would be, they'd go on a very generic, uh, it would call you probably uh, uh, Baldy. And glasses or specs. Baldy and glasses. Baldy and I feel specs. like hey specs. What do you think about that? I don't know. I don't know. Shiny. shiny I know. Top. Let's not go there. I've been watching the Insidious movies, so oh, that okay. doesn't work either. Yeah, because there's actually a specs in that. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, we're <laughs> back to Kingpin, thankfully. Yeah. And now tell me, you're just gonna you're gonna blow me off here because I don't even you know what? Why do I even ask you questions? What, about what are you gonna ask? Like, what are you tell gonna me ask? about Typhoid Mary. Like, I don't know anything about her. Is she just so the she new? This... She's just the new Kingpin assassin after well, yeah, Bullseye. She's, she's basically. Kingpin's assassin, but she has the ability like she can touch people and kill them with like the she spreads disease. You know. Oh, okay, so she's like. I read the whole entire backup story in the Ghost Rider books. Okay. Okay. Cool. Well, that's <laughs> the, cool. It was like Ghost Rider Wolverine double ups, and then there was a Typhoid Mary backstory, and it was like the whole entire Who's Typhoid Mary um, thing. And I bought every single one because I wanted to know. And then it led into this back in the day. Well, that's so, cool. I, you actually knew about a villain. I'm yeah. really excited. I mean, I didn't give you some obscure villain out of Iron Man books, so well, that's. Yeah. It was interesting, though, because like uh, the the two, the Wolverine and the Ghost Rider books ended up coming together and then they like had to fight her. But they couldn't because, like, you know, she spreads death. Everybody that was around them, even though they couldn't die. You know, right. They can't die. Neither. Which Wolverine books were those must have been like they were below, like below number 50. They were old. Like, I mean, they were like I said, they were like those weird double ups. And I think I bought that. Oh, this is like the Marvel Comics Presents. Yeah, something like that. With it, with it, I I would get them at the Seven Eleven. Yeah, I got some. I have some now. I just haven't read. I bought some in a collection. Um, my my intent was not to read them. It was just not to, to read them. them. I would but, pick them up. I'd pick them over at Seven Eleven after getting off at Taco Bell and stuff like that. I'd swing home and be like, "I'm eating my my seven layer and I'm reading some comic books. Leave me alone, Dad." <laughs> yeah, I I had an intent to flip a collection, but it's back over behind my chair oh. so yeah you should read those books uh well i have to sort them and stuff and all that but anyway well we're back here um this is super exciting um 
this comic's very exciting. Um, Kingpin's re- really mad, and yeah. he is really upset. Nothing is going Kingpin's way. Nothing. By the way, can I just say, mm-hmm. we're not going to learn about it in this issue. Can I tell you how pissed off I am that my joke about who should be the person actually producing the crystal meth came true from the first episode? Because when I got to that issue and found that out, I was like really pissed off. Because <laughs> I was kidding, right? Like, I'm like, ah, that would be funny. <laughs> and then it happened. It well, happened. We're going to hold you in suspense. So you keep listening to the podcast. I know. Right? Everyone has to listen to this show. <laughs> Well, anyway, we find out that Captain America is really pissed off at not Agent Carter. Is she Agent Carter in this? Is she just Peggy Carter? Peggy. I think she's just Peggy. Peggy Carter, or generic Avengers uniform wearer. Yeah. Her coveralls. Yeah. And then it's then Captain America yells at her because she called. Admittedly, I would yell at her, too. It was kind of bullshit. Like, why didn't she call Natasha off once she found out he was OK? Right. Yeah. He's fine. So it, it is off. kind of her fault. He called the backup. He's also he just being a complete asshole. Yeah. And then we get and Ron Lynn keeps like, you notice how like is was he on some sort of chest expansion program from the first issue we read to now? <laughs> like he just keeps getting bigger. It's like I, Cap wow. is Cap is he's getting he, his his uh, his chest is expanding for sure. And his traps too. his traps look like mine. He's yeah, big. He's good. Yeah. He's built so, out. Well, Diamondback's talking to another generic Avengers guy. And is that Michael? And he comes in and screams at her. So yeah. is that John? It's John. Oh, that'd be John, yeah. John Jameson. John. Yeah. And, it, it, you know, it really doesn't matter because all of this plot could happen with any generic people. Yeah. Right? It's just like, this is just like fodder. It's not building anything, right? It's just fodder to show that Captain America is losing his shit. Mm-hmm. He's spiraling. And then we get somebody coming in. And here's my favorite moment of the comic. And I did do some research for this part. Okay. And we get a comment from one of the. So this is gray haired generic Avengers guy who we saw Mm -hmm. in the first issue. Okay. He was the one ratting out Fabian for Uh doing drugs. drugs. Yeah. Yeah. And then he says. Maybe you ought to at least coordinate your efforts with the DEA. And we get an editor's note. Drug Enforcement Agency. That's not what it's fucking called. What is it called? Well, the Drug Enforcement Administration. And I looked this back up. And yes, dating back to the 70s, when it was created, it was called the Drug Enforcement Administration. It has never been called the Drug Enforcement Agency. Like, if you're going to put a fucking editor's note in here... And get all self-righteous on me, you might as well get the name of the agency right. Like Jesus. Maybe maybe agency was easier to get into the, the panel than administration. Well, maybe it's so. Maybe in the Marvel universe it's called the Drug Enforcement Agency. Maybe. It's possible. But to go to all that point and like, Maybe it's well, the anyway. Mandala effect. And well, it's always been the, that and you just didn't know it. Then at the bottom of the page, we have the <laughs> stupidest fucking shit in the world. Alright. This is so dumb. So Diamondback comes and dresses up in a new costume with a mask with fucking diamonds on it and diamonds around her neck and is like, oh, hey, this gives me an excuse to break out my undercover costume. How about to go fucking undercover? You just wear shit like normal people wear and walk around. (laughs) How is this an undercover costume? Because she has a mask. 
nobody she's can wearing, see like she a is... mask with points on it and, and she has wig. different hair right oh and of course she has to do the black canary thing too because yeah. every uh, the the person we couldn't remember her name and this lady are both black canary apparently yeah. mocking bird mocking bird mocking bird I can I not express to you how one the costume is ugly as shit and it's dumb like <laughs> it is pretty bad. Well, now we get so uh, my next question. Okay, we're back with Bullseye, right? Yeah. And he's here terrorizing people and killing people like Bullseye does. Okay, cool. Uh, did Daredevil let him keep the sigh after throwing him off a building? Was he just like you killed my girlfriend? All that you keep her weapons. I think he just kept it. Maybe. How? Maybe. He got thrown off a building, apparently. Maybe it was tucked away. <laughs> that would be rough. Can, that's a rough <laughs> fucking thing right there. Where does that land? I don't Woo. know. <laughs> he, he put it in the, he put it in his pouch in his um in his like little waste bag. All right. Now we get into the, the, <laughs> now we get the next annoying thing of the storytelling. We get Daredevil flying uh, around the building or flying yeah. around the building, flying around some buildings. Yeah. And he's he grabs a flag and yeah, doesn't go well. OK. And the flag rips and he's like, oh, hey, I had to go find Captain America because like we just hung out together in upstate New York in, in Daredevil 283. Um, The books did not tell us to read them in that order. They told them to read us in this order. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently a whole fucking story happened before this one that we don't even know about. It's unimportant. No, it's so unimportant that we're going to do it on the next episode. All right. Awesome. Can't wait. Yeah. That's Daredevil 283 for the next episode, everyone. If you're if you're if you're counting if you're time along, if you're following wrong, read it. Actually, by far the best issue of the group. Did you read it? Yeah, it was written by Ann Nassetti. I right. sent you a message oh, about it. Yeah, it was yeah, fantastic. Right. Yeah, it's go, I shouldn't say fantastic, it. but it's just a single encapsulated issue about Captain America and Daredevil and this guy that makes a car. And OK, it's it's cool. It happens. Ann Nassetti, really good writer. I, I yeah. know shocks everyone. I should. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Still writing for major comic companies to this day. Yeah. And it shock everybody that she's a great writer. Well, she's anyway, amazing. um. We keep going on and Cap uh, is just he's he he's he is out of control. He's on a, this next a one, two pages. He's on a, a one man wrecking crew looking who's scarier in these bullseye or Captain America? I, you know, bullseye, you expect it. Cap, I, I don't expect this kind of behavior from Cap. So he's kind of like bordering like um, unhinged and no, bonkers right so yeah like and 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 again so i haven't gone back and read these but at least i know enough to make this comment right they got rid of of johnny walker right uh -huh. so why are they going back to having captain having steve rogers act like johnny walker right <laughs> i mean that's the that's the i i get it like i'm sure there's going to be a punchline to this somehow a very it's johnny walker all along I'm sure there'll be a punchline to this story, a very blunt, gross, nasty, horrible, a badly story told punchline. But yeah, I mean, it's just all right. Captain's Cap's going crazy. Now, I know I jumped a couple of episodes ago when we first started reading this to well, last up, actually last episode, to this being a concussion. Right. And I guess we just know a lot more about concussions now than we did then. So it seemed obvious that this was these were concussion symptoms. Right. That were kind of right. um, setting him up. But. 
sadly, I just want to share the reader to spoil a little bit. It's that's not the case. That's not the case. Caps yeah. on the caps on the. Hey, don't get the story away. So, okay. <laughs> uh, but he he corners one. He corners Specs here. Yeah, uh, yeah, Specs. I'm gonna call him Specs. I don't I don't think they call him Specs, but let's call him Specs. He says, Mister, the name's Captain America, and I'm here with a public service announcement. Every time you buy drugs, you are a financing murderer. Oh, don't do it. Really? And then I think he murders this guy for his drugs. <laughs> I, I don't know. He ruins his car. I mean, this yeah. poor guy just wanted to get a hit, you know. He probably just had a bad day on Wall Street, just wanted to get high and mm-hmm. financing a murderer. I, I guess, I mean, we don't really know that because we don't know where the drugs come from yet. But yeah, I mean, it's a little heavy handed, probably partly true, but whatever. Um, I I say, why am I even saying partly true? I mean, it's such a bullshit scare tactic line, right? Like, mm. you know, I know when you were picking up your sheets of, uh, of DMT, you know, from your <laughs> friends, you weren't financing murderers. You were just financing some friends in college that that wanted to to get along. And remember, Greg Smith makes children's books, so I would never accuse him of using DMT. Uh, for the record, never use DMT. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I, no joke, I don't think Greg has used DMT either, but... Uh, <laughs> I don't even I know wanted, what it means. I wanted to make a point here, right? Like, it's such a just a heavy-handed line just to say, well, this person's selling drugs, they're automatically, like, backing a murderer, right? Like, yeah. there was lots of people that were selling pot before pot was legal or definitely not murderers and just trying to fucking feed their family, right? Mm-hmm. You're, it's such a heavy-handed thing to, and it, I, I continue to hate this, like, the way this comic book progresses just keep, cr- creates this us-versus-them scenario, right? Mm-hmm. And it's gonna get worse, so we might as well just roll through it, but it, it's gonna get worse. Gonna get worse. So and we're back does. to John Jameson and uh, uh, we don't know Diamondback Mockingbird uh, uh, Diamondbird uh, Diamondbird Diamondbird. OK, she fights and... Blastar later in the backup story. Oh, OK, so Star Blast Blastar. Star Blast Laser Blast. That's a Laser. movie. <laughs> Laser Blast. How about how about like Laser the American Gladiator? That yeah. But hey, watch that American Gladiators uh, documentary. Very Is good. Good. Is it good? Oh, it's very good. Yeah, what, it's on, on the flicks. It's on, on the, the flicks. Fl- okay, I'll have to check it out. I think it's on the flicks. Yeah, okay. I'm pretty sure it's on the flicks. Very good. Very good. You get a lot of laser in there. Got a lot of laser in there. <laughs> I find, it, find out a lot about laser. Cool. Well, anyway, uh, we get to John and... Okay, so correct me if I'm wrong, but she put on her black and purple costume uh-huh. to go undercover, correct? To go undercover, but then, then she puts on a trench coat and a hat to go undercover. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it, it. Nothing makes sense. I nothing. Nothing about any. She puts it on. She takes it off. She puts it on. She, I think she's just like playing dress up. I don't know. But and she's, she's walking around this city she's with changed, an ass. With within 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 all these pages, she's changed three times. You think Ron Lim just like to draw these different costumes? I guess so, because she's she's literally changed three times. And now you think he thought one of them would take off and then he'd get paid for it later? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Jokes on him because Marvel doesn't pay creators shit for the things they put in their movies. True. That's one thing where I'm going to say, if you want to be paid for the shit that you wrote for somebody, do it for DC. If it's a major two company, don't do it for fucking Marvel. But anyway. I don't think our diving back didn't make a movie that I know of. Do you, do you remember? Anything? Not yet. Okay. 
By the way, I just want to share that I watched the Flash before we get to the end of this book. I watched the Flash movie and then I went back and watched the Flashpoint cartoon. Just highly recommend if you're going to take if you're going to pick one, like just watch the Flashpoint cartoon. That's an hour and 36 minutes. It does it much better than the the movie The Flash. OK, you won't get to see Michael Keaton, but at least you'll understand what's fucking happening in the story. All right. Good. To it's know. just it's superior. The Flashpoint storyline wasn't that good to begin with, but, you know, it. It, it, it is what it is. I thought they did a great job in the TV show. Well, there's that. Too. <laughs> and then the TV show like has his dad and the dad becomes like part of the mythos in the TV mm-hmm. show. Instead of just going back to the comic and simplifying the story for the movie, they incorporate the whole story about his dad in the fucking movie. <laughs> OK, so instead of just making the movie about like him going back in time to save his mom, which yeah. they add the whole his dad's in jail for murder and things that they do in the in the TV mm-hmm. show. Which is fine in the TV show because they're building that up over like yeah. two or three seasons, right? Yeah, but when you've got like two hours to tell a story and you're adding an extra character and an extra piece of motivation, probably just enough motivation that his mom fucking died for him to go back in time and try to fix that, right? Like that's probably enough, right? Probably. And and they could have cut 30 minutes story. off the movie mm-hmm. and made everybody happy because nobody wants to see Ezra Miller for any more time than they fucking have to. True. So anyway, back to our story. Now that you're all knowing my angst with watching the Flash movie. Hey, look at my buddy Paul's TikTok and that's Lawyer Paul. You can look at Lawyer Paul's TikTok and apparently see me very angry about watching the Flash, I'm sure. <laughs> so we've got I don't know what Lawyer Paul's TikTok TikTok is. So uh, I'm trying to remember. he has like two or three. <laughs> well, he probably has like jujitsu type TikTok and then angry looking at Dan TikTok. So, well, anyway, if you want to see angry looking at Dan, if you were on, if you saw this video, you'd see it right here. So we're out in public. Okay. So we're going undercover. We're setting ourselves up to go undercover. And so she dresses up in the trench coat that I had in college. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. With a hat. So it is 1990. So we're at least we're close to time. Right. And then she's going to walk. She's going to go under the cover, undercover, by walking around this, ser- this city with a world-famous astronaut. Mm-hmm. Because if I'm going to go undercover, I'm definitely going to do it with somebody that has been on TV multiple times, been saved by Spider-Man, had this long history, who everybody knows what they, especially in New York City, right. knows who that guy looks like. And then yeah. we're going to walk around the city investigating crimes. Yeah, of course. Because if you will recall, when he was out with Captain America, he had a costume on. He had like he had a, a he was in disguise. A mask. He's in disguise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So so now we're gonna walk around the city and boom, a car shows up and is like, oh, <laughs> I'm gonna shoot these guys. And we have she knocks John down, the astronauts down. He looks like it hurts too. Like she kicks his legs and he hits his head on the pavement. It looks like he breaks his neck. Yeah. <laughs> he, he looks he looks messed up. That's some odd inking swatches going around too. Like there's a lot of a lot of weird inking on this page. Yeah. And then we get uh we get a brata brata brata. I don't know that. I know brata tat tat. Yeah, that's different. This is different. This is like b r t a b r t a bra bra. Oh, hey, it does work. If you roll the r. Okay, you just gotta roll the r. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, diving back down, get shot right in the back. In her diamond back. Yeah. In her diamond back. And yeah. Um, great. Continued in two weeks. I can't wait. Now, time for power tools. 
<laughs> With- I would just like to point out that before we go to the star battle story, yes, we, we get uh, not only if you wanted more Captain America in this exact same week, you could read that Daredevil issue, which we're going to read next next episode. Yes, we are. And uh, like, I'm only doing it to be a friend. Yes. Like, I could make you keep reading these Captain America stories. Right? I would. We, like, we, we could just power through. You chose Or them. I could give you a nice break and let you read the Daredevil story that is part of the story. It's, uh-huh. it's not like we're, it's not like we're, uh, okay, sorry, my tablet went to stupid panel view. So oh, it's no. not like we're back, we're back on page view. But we're, it's not like I'm skipping the story. Like, it is part of the st- official story line. Mm-hmm. So I know. I would do that to you. Well, now we're to, oh, hey, I'm back at the start of the story. This is just what I wanted. We're oh, to the star battle sweet. story. Yeah. Battle star. Power tools. <laughs> yeah, these guys are tools. Battle. Well, anyway. All right. Yeah. They called power tools written by Grunwald uh, and ba- Mark Bagley's on this. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, <laughs> remember how the battle star story was our highlight of the issue? Yeah. The last issues. Yeah. 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 It, and it, then it's going happens. downhill. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, hey, it's going rapidly downhill for you. I think he looks this like, is rad. He looks like he's lost some substantial weight. Well, you know, stressful like that too. Yeah. It's like a it's like they're previewing something. Well, anyway, the power tools. Um, One guy has a hammer. Mm-hmm. One guy has uh some drills. Yeah. And another guy has some saws. It looks like. Yeah, it looks like some saws. Okay, And. Cool. They attack. So we got back uh, to pick it up. Battlestar met up with his agent with glasses. Who mm-hmm. We're going to call Specs. Oh, OK. And, Specs again. Yeah. And Specs and Battlestar uh, it got and then he was afraid. And then these guys attack. So then they're like, recognize this Phoebe guys. Oh, man. Sure do. Calls himself Battlescar. <laughs> I love these guys. You're right. I actually <laughs> love these guys. <laughs> they don't know this dumbass's name either. So, uh, and then he makes some keen observations. Man, their strength is augmented like mine. And oh, we oh. automatically just get a, another giant random fight scene that we have no idea why this is fighting. We're the power tools, Starboy. <laughs> hey, now. Hey, now. Oh, oh. What? What? Uh, don't call him Starboy. No. Well, then, no. Then, he, then, he, then he calls in the power fools. And no, no, <laughs> don't bring Starboy into this. Now you cross the line, sir. I didn't. Cross, I didn't cross, cross the line, the line with cr- all these names. They crossed the line. They they said they they brought up the name, not me. Star battle. Like, yeah, it's a big old fight. It's a mess. They could get they, sued for using Starboy. You know, that's they, not OK. Well, like they didn't finish it. They just they, they kind of just like, you know, ellipse it out. <laughs> well, we get uh, a nice battle. I guess and, break and, the TV. and eventually the hammer guy mm-hmm. grabs the the agent and is like, you have to go with us or we'll kill him. And Battlestar makes the stupidest mistake of his career and says, OK, cool. He should have let that dude die. Didn't that like wasn't the whole point like that guy trapped him to begin with? Yeah, I mean, he trapped him in there. But, you know, well, now they're both in handcuffs and apparently apparently there's. In 1990 Marvel Universe, there's a lot of fucking adamantium going around. Apparently so. Like, I thought adamantium was, like, unbreakable and stuff. And, and hard to get. 
but they have adamantium handcuffs. Unattainable. Those molds for those. Unattainable. Pretty cool. Yeah. Well, <laughs> anyway, they end up in a warehouse, and here's where it gets, like, massively fucking offensive. They kick Battlestar into uh, a room, and gas starts coming out of the wall, and he's like, gas is being piped in from the fence. Thought this was an elevator, but it is a gas chamber. Holy fuck. What kind of fucking moron writes this into fucking dialogue? I thought this was a different type of room and it's a fucking gas chamber. I I got nothing. Uh, yeah, I mean, I got to this page and I'm like, well, Battlestar had been my favorite part of these comics until fucking now. Hopefully we see a turn next time. Yeah, and no, like, you know, rough Holocaust references in my fucking comics, thanks. Like, geez. Uh, it's, it's a, that's the thing about rereading things from the past. There's a lot of cringe in it that you that that I and you can't. You know, I mean, people will be like, "Well, it's a different time." Well, yeah, but I mean, it's not like well, yeah, know, and it's not like they didn't know what it, what the the tie-ins were. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, I do feel like this was accidental cringe, right? Like yeah. I don't think that that. I don't think that I mean, I don't know. And we're never going to be able to ask him. But mm -hmm. I don't think Grunwald was intentionally like putting in Holocaust references in here. Um, it was a gas having, chamber like a prison. But geez. Yeah, I know. Ralph Macchio, do your job. Like, like I'm blaming this one on the editing staff, honestly. Yeah. Like this never should have made it through Ralph Macchio's desk. Right. Like that's just. Yeah, it's we can blame we can blame the writer for this one. But honestly, I think this is I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. You know, the industry a lot more than I do. I think that was an editor miss. Yeah, I, I don't think it would be making it past any desk nowadays. But I mean, def definitely for sure. It's definitely on the editor for for whatever for for those reasons and stuff. You know, I got this great idea. We're going to put him in a room. So I think it's a room or an elevator. But it's a gas chamber. I uh, think that's not the best idea. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, clearly, like, I love the fact that they have the letter pages in here because not all of these books have the letter pages that we've we've gone to right back in the Marvel mm -hmm. in the you know, you read them through Marvel.com. But this one, if I go down to a letter by Uncle Elvis, Uncle Elvis, seven, six, five, zero Dawson Road, Dawson Springs, Kentucky, four, two, four, oh, eight. <laughs> By the way, you can write Uncle Elvis at 17650 Dawson Road, Dawson Springs, Kentucky, 42408. So maybe we should write him a letter. Okay. I think Uncle Elvis was a particularly prolific uh, comic book writer or letter writer. Okay. Uh, he has nothing on TM Maple, who yeah. wrote all the letters. I'm, yes. I'm not joking. The Mighty Maple. Uh -huh. You know that, right? The Mighty Maple, Maple. Who wrote all the all the comic, all the letters to the comics. He read all the letters, but all the letters. this guy here, I want to quote this and, and see if you agree with this sentiment. Please, okay. please, 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 please tell me that Captain America 366 marks the beginning of Ron Lim's tenure as regular monthly artist for this title. All of Ron's work is beautiful. It's pretty prolific. Oh, God. I mean, I think that is it the inking? The inking changed in the second issue we read, right? A little bit. And stuff got really blocky and hatchy. Mm -hmm. Like the faces would look really plasticky. Captain America's chest got really big. Mm -hmm. 
that Diamondback costume's fucking awful. What's really weird is this is exactly out of Uncle Elvis's letter. Yeah. That what you're saying. That he wants all this? No, that's what he says. No, he doesn't. He says it's beautiful. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> the listeners don't know that, Dan. I think I think it was an inking change, honestly, right? Yeah. I think it's yeah. an inker change that, that did this because we get a lot more cross hatches. We get, I mean, even Daredevil looks, he just yeah. likes like a red with, uh, yeah. like just red with some like flesh map. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, it's, 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 there's, there's definitely a difference in this issue versus the previous issues. Yeah. And that cover mm-hmm. the giant, giant bullseye head and the captain America heads are that way too, right? Like the mm-hmm. giant a, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think it's an art style that some people like could like, the elongated weird alien heads are weird to me with the giant A's and, and the giant bullseye, but okay. People like it. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how this book was selling back then, so I'd have to go look at I'd have to go look that up. I'll I'm sure we'll look it up that's, by the end, but that's your homework. You were buying this one, yeah? Um, I'm pretty sure I had um I don't see that's I don't know if I was buying this story. Because I don't recall this story. I know I had the Daredevil stuff. I mean, Captain I America doesn't seem like a book that you would normally buy, but no, it's again, not. You, you've surprised me in the past. It, I, like, if again, if it was like, oh, hey, there's certain there, like, I wouldn't go out and buy straight up a Captain America book, but I would buy an Avengers book with Captain America in it. Like right, I know you, I know you bought a, a bunch of Avengers West Coast, but you weren't really mm-hmm. buying West Coast Avengers, right? You were buying them more after the name change, right? Yeah. So you also yeah. just had more money then too, right? Like, well, I mean, the Fred Myers money. Well, <laughs> well, in 1990 though, you didn't have the Fred Myers money yet. No, no. I mean, we're in 1990, so you, yeah. you it's not like you were swimming in my, money, my lawn mowing money. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to guess what the top seller? For from June until December was in 1990. Mm-hmm. So if Spawn, I'm gonna be hint. So Spawn came out in 1993. Mm-hmm. So who was the top artist and what was the top book for six straight months? Yeah, Spider-Man <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six, and seven. Uh, yeah. And which um which before um Legend of the Dark Knight and Batman actually took the yeah. top spots um for the first half of the year. So DC was hanging in and then uh, some guy named Todd McFarlane jumped in and people were like, holy crap, this guy can draw. Yeah, he's he's good. Yeah, maybe he'll go start his own comic book company and stuff. Make toys and continue to make toys, make lots of toys. So I'm not really seeing uh, I don't see for now. So I'll do some more research with Comicron. I may reach out to them. By the way, if you are just, I know I've mentioned, it's been a while since I mentioned Comicron, but if you want to support a group, that chair, good God. I'm sorry. I got to go buy a new chair. Oh, look at, listen to it. And you can't even cut this out because. No, I can't. It was in the middle of my sentence. So if you want to, I was trying, you know what? I'm trying to be nice here and you're wangling around your chair and making your noise. (laughs) Comicron, C-O-M-I-C-H-R-O-N. Great uh, historical resources on comic books and yearly and monthly sales. And if you want to go back uh, 
if you want to go back in time and take a look at, at something and a uh, great resource, 1990 just has year end. So I can't looks yeah, year end. So I can't get specific months here to see exactly where cap was. Uh, but I can tell you, put you in place in time. And if you want to support them, you can support them on Patreon and you don't even have to give them very much. Like just give them a buck a month so they can keep doing their great work. Um, but yeah, so I definitely do, by the way. Do so, it. Uh, but anyway, appreciate them and all they do. I may reach out to Comicron and see how this book was doing at the time. Uh, and yeah, that's that's what I've got this week. Uh, it, it's fun. Uh, I think by the time... This podcast goes out. I think they're going to have to reach out to you for Starlight. And And I think they're going to have to wait and they're going to have to buy it when it comes out uh, in the electronic version at your website. So at Overcast. But uh, besides that, let's see. You have anything? Uh, You know, I would say uh, the thing that if uh, if if Starlight has has made its run on Kickstarter the only thing I can tell you to go check out on Kickstarter near and dear to our heart here at the funny book forensics is our dear friend. Kenrick is going to be running a Kickstarter for his fantastic book, supernatural baby detective. I've read this. I have helped and I've edited some stuff. I've looked at some things. I, I am 100% pleased and overjoyed with how this book has come along from when he told me about it to where it is now getting ready to jump off on Kickstarter. So by the time this podcast airs, you should go to Kickstarter and find Supernatural Baby Detective. Don't get it confused with what your mind wants to say, Supernatural Baby Killers, because that's not what it is. Although it sounds like a cool title. Yeah. And unlike (laughs) Berserker, You'll actually get your books before the general public gets your books when you back something on Kickstarter. So starter. So back independent creators and boom, suck it because you still haven't given me my stuff before you actually like got books out to actual people. Oh, I it's it, I'm I, I could I could go on for days because that is like literally. Oh, it's it's a thing. It's a thing. Like people it's are still they're just getting their books two years later. Uh, after even stores, stores got their books, but like people that backed probably it probably should that, support the people that backed it. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I know with Kendrick, uh, the, the book is complete. It's been it's written. It's drawn. It's all done. All you have to do is back it, run that, you know, run that Kickstarter clock down. And then as soon as it's ready to go, as soon as, as soon as that that Kickstarter clock is done, he's ready to ship that bad boy out to everyone who's backed it. You know, so jump on it early. Get those early bird rewards because he's got some good ones. Get so that, get that was again sheets. Battlestar Baby Detective. Ba- yes, Battlestar Baby Detective. No, Supernatural Baby Detective with Cthulhu. With I mean, there is a Cthulhu Cthul- aspect. Cthulhu enhanced. Cthulhu enhanced baby detective oh my gosh now imagine that a cthulhu enhanced baby detective imagine a baby detective who is actually cthulhu and of course you can hear kenrick and john on the mothership the spoiler country podcast returning soon it's returned returning now at the spoiler verse the spoiler verse all right well i've got an interrupting dog interrupting dog bark bark and that dog barking tells us we should probably end this podcast. So because there's a dog that needs to go outside, and she <laughs> is an adorable good puppy dog <laughs> too. 
good dog. So, with the camera on, I get to see the dog. We're gonna we're gonna take care of that puppy dog. Yeah, she's down there below me sleeping, sleeping, not sleeping though, because she's bark sleeping. So oh. we're gonna take care of that puppy dog, and we're out of here. So we appreciate you listening to another episode. And hey, uh, read along with us if you want to get into some fantastic books. We're on yes. next for Daredevil 283. So read ahead and make sure you follow us in the spoilerverse. And of course, you can follow us on Facebook X. <laughs> and Instagram X X, X formerly known as Twitter. Yes. Where we send X's to what? I don't uh, We send what if it was like ecstatics in the like we just had the guy that vomits acid on people? I guess. Maybe. Do you think he read a lot of X comic books? I mean, X is such a terrible name for a platform that he probably read like all of like the like bad X-Men, like maybe like like the we're talking like 1995 ish. Yeah. When it was just off the fucking rails and there was like 5000 X books. All the X books. I like the X. I like the ecstatics books, though. I'm not going to rat a lie. I like those. <laughs> the art was really cool. I'm sorry. It, hey, but, I mean, you like what you like. I couldn't tell you what that dude's superpower was for a long time. Just threw up everywhere. Blech. But it was funny watching him die in Deadpool. So in Deadpool 2. <laughs> so. Deadpool 2. All right. Well, let's get out of here. Uh, All right. We'll turn off the recording and bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Okay. I, I don't know how to do this on this program. 